0: The following audio is via a Skype call.
1: You are listening to Animal Soul Wisdom Radio, tapping into wisdom of our animals, angels and masters with Darcy Pariso. Tune in monthly to learn how you can better understand your animals and deepen your relationship. This hit show calls attention to the many roles animals play in our lives. Through stories and insights, Darcy shares how animals assist us in raising our consciousness and fulfilling our soul's purpose. These busy healers help us with transitions and challenges, love us, and want us to have more joy in our lives. Are you ready to see yourself through your animal's eyes, learn how they're helping you, and walk through life with more ease and grace? Working with ancient healing practices, Darcy can guide you and provide inspiration to move forward. To learn more, go to DarcyPariso.com.
2: Hey, hello everyone. I'm Darcy Pariso and this is Animal Soul Wisdom. So today I'm here on KKNW in Seattle and Transformation Talk Radio. So it's the second Thursday and I'm also on Transformation Talk Radio every 4 Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 Eastern. So mark it on your calendars and tune in and call in. Um, also today is a call in show on that note. I'm offering a free 30-minute reading on animal mediumship. And the number is 1-800-930-2819. That's 1-800-930-2819. So if you have an animal on the other side, uh, animal that's crossed over that you'd like to talk to, you know, call in. Also, um, I'll be taking questions. um, And also, I'd like to hear your stories. So if you're listening in and you have something that you'd like to bring in, call in and share it. And Benny's on the phone lines and he'll, he'll patch you in. (laughs) So, um, today it's an important show about saying goodbye to our animals. And this has been swirling around me for not just weeks, but months. I seem to be getting more and more calls, you know, people asking, you know, is their dog or cat ready to cross? Um, what do they need? Or can you check in? Um, now they've passed, like what's going on. And it's really a combination of, you know, talking to them and grief work because, You know, we're missing our animals, of course. They've been such a big part of our lives. And who loves us, you know, so unconditionally as our animals? So it's very, very healing to hear the memories from the animal's point of view and in their words and, you know, their language. And sometimes they're pretty funny. And how we view something and how we think something happened is not, you know, always how how they'll, you know, retell it. So that's kind of fun. Um, An example of that, I was talking to a woman the other day. And in part of the reading, this cat was doing something. I couldn't quite figure out what it was. So I was giving her information. And then I said, you know, I've got this image and I don't know what he's doing, but your cat is like jumping up and down in the air. But then at the same time, like hopping to one side and then hopping to the other side. And I'm not sure. And she burst out laughing and she said, oh, my God, he's dancing. He did that all the time. Every single day he danced. (laughs) I wasn't sure that looked like dancing, but anyway, that was um, their memory. And she found that it was so healing. And, you know, at the end of the call, she said, like so many other people, that I feel so much better, that, you know, I know that he's okay. And to hear their perspective and, and their memories and how they see them, it just really also validates that our animals, you know, they visit us, they stay around. We might not be with them physically, but, you know, they're never too far or often not too far So it might be a difficult topic for some people, but it's also pretty fascinating. (laughs) Um, And I hope that after today's show, you'll have some more clarity and understanding, and maybe you'll get answers to some of your own questions, whether it's something that's going on right now or something, you know, from the past. So the question that everybody wants to know, other than, you know, what does he need or want right now is like, how will I know? How do I know when it's time? And I wish that I could tell you today this is absolutely, you know, the absolute one thing that you need to do or you need to know. But just as we're individuals and our situations are, there is no one answer. But I can help you with signs and I can help you with the most important questions. So there's lots of information out there and there's, you know, whole lists of things. But I saw something on YouTube a while back and I... I would like to give this veterinarian credit for it, but I don't remember. But you can go to YouTube and just say, you know, the top signs or the four signs, because I always remember there were four. And this is what he said. Um, To make the decision is, first of all, try to make the decision when your animal is still comfortable, because if they're, you know, in pain and barely here, um, there's no point. But try to make it when they're still comfortable. So the next thing is, is it a good day or a bad day? And a bad day might look like um, they're more stiff, they're not getting outside as much, they're not engaging with life, maybe not playing with you or the other animals in the house, Um, not eating, just generally, you know, morose, feeling uncomfortable, Um, and sleeping a lot is a big one too. And we tend to not pay so much attention, maybe we don't really want to see those things happening, so put it on your calendar. You know, today they hardly went out. Today they slept all day. Um, They're not eating so much. And when you get a lot of those bad days, it's time to make the decision. And you have to do the thing that you most dread probably is to pick the time and the place. And I can tell you, you you will feel guilty. You know, how could you not? But um, another thing is, you know, people will say, knowing when, when the time is that they often see it in their eyes. I, I just knew. I just looked at her this day, and I knew it was the time. So about saying goodbye, um, have a celebration, have a party. You know, woohoo! I mean, make it the best. Let them go out on a high note if possible, and thank them. You know, thank them for all the wonderful things that they brought to your life, the memories, experiences, and their, and their love, their unconditional love. When my spaniel crossed over, I gave him a birthday party because, well, for years and years, we had birthday cake and candles for other people in the family. And then one day he piped up and told me that he wanted to have birthday cake and candles. So from that time on, he did those last couple of years. So before he left, we got him some salmon and some mini cupcakes. Um, And then friends came over and said goodbye to him briefly. And we lit the candle and said, woohoo, you know, Griffin gets to go home. And we tried to make it a happy thing. So and then my daughter and I took him in. And I have to tell you that he thanked me profusely the next day. He said that it was so hard to be in his body, very, very difficult. And this is the same dog that um, my friends that kept telling me, you have to let him go. You have to let him go. And it was clear that I did. I mean, I was very clear in it too, but he kept arguing with me. He kept saying, no, no, you know, I'm not ready. There's things happening, and I want to be here for them. So I waited too long, um, I tried to honor him, but when I took charge and did what I felt was right in my heart, he couldn't have been happier. So now I have a little Havanese and she is struggling with some dementia and dementia takes away from the quality of life. So she tells me that she wants to be here a little longer also and you know, and I'm watching and it's hard, but we also have to remember You know, animals don't view death the same way that we do. And, you know, it's, again, asking those important questions, you know, what do you want to be here? And what part of the animal am I talking to? Am I talking to their soul? Am I talking to, you know, the the three-dimensional, the day-to-day physical body? You know, where where are we going with this? So there's a lot to this. We spent um, four days in and out of the doctors and the vets, and then finally in the emergency room, And I thought that we were going to, I thought that this was it. And I was giving her permission and telling her, I want you to go home. I want you to be with your best friend Griffin and to be happy. So let go. Um, So like I said, I thought it was it. And it turned out that she had another plan. So she's with me now. And I also have a daughter visiting. Um, She hasn't been home for a couple of years. She's in Europe. And I know that that's a big reason that she's staying. So they have their own agenda. We can do the best that we can and try to honor them and, um, and help them. But sometimes it's necessary for us to step in and, and do what's, what's best in our heart. So I just want to remind people too, we're going to be taking a break in a little bit about that phone number. It's 1-800-930-2819 if you have a story to share or reading. Um, so I'm going to kind of jump into the next area I want to talk to you about is, um, that animals are really connected to the other side. And I think, you know, a lot of people know this, but so they're connected to the other side, whether we call that heaven or source. um, And they're here to help us grow and evolve, and then they move on. But it's, um, you know, they also have their own timing. And for those animals that live with us, their timing and their reason for being here is tied to ours. So they're you know they're here to help their soul evolve also. You know we're all souls having a human having a human or animal experience here on earth. So often they'll say that um, when they cross over that they can help us more. And it's because the earth is a lower vibration. and of course, you know, um, being on the other side, being with God or source, that's a much higher vibration. So it is easier for them. And when they tell me this, it just reminds me that, you know, everything is fine, that it's our limited thinking or missing them, that, you know, we might not always remember that. So when we ask our animals how they feel, you know, are they ready to go? Um, again, it's about their physical body. Are they in pain? Are there emotional issues or ties? Are they like our very own, you know, We have to find that out because that's equally important to be here and be really uncomfortable and have to go through day after day after day and see that thinking that they're going to let us know. Um, That doesn't always happen, and we don't want to let them get to that point. We want to do the kindest, most loving thing, the most humane thing, and assist them. And then when we go to the soul level, we start asking questions like, you know, did you complete what you came here to do? And are you ready to leave? And if their body is not cooperating and they're not able to finish everything, you know, we can ask them, um, is that something you can help with on the other side? So, so that's something that I often hear, you know, I can, I can do this. And a lot of people will tell you that um, animals will choose a disease or they'll choose a quick passing And sometimes if it's something big that happens with them, like it's a a big deal that really kind of rocked your world, I mean, how could it not, but something really huge, it's because they're teaching us something big. So, you know, we have to look at that too. So I'm going to take a break from that and get back into that subject after a break because I know it's coming up here in just a few minutes and I don't want to interrupt that train of thought. So um, this is Darcy Pariso on animal soul wisdom, and we're gonna take a short break and we'll be back with you soon. Stay tuned.
1: Are you new to playing with the law of attraction or a seasoned pro looking for an easy and organized way to monitor your co-creation endeavors as you draw them from the immaterial planes into your physical reality? Then join me over at goldenotter.us for bi-monthly new and full moon rituals where we plant seeds of intention, then harvest the fruits of our desires as part of a dynamic community in the members only Lunar Manifestations Forum. I'm Autumn Seibel, host of Golden Otter Radio, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream. And I can't wait to meet you. Have you discovered the remarkable books at angelhealinghouse.com? Author Claire Candy Hoff has channeled rare books of inspiration and insight.
2: Angels of Faith is an inspiring story of healing, comfort, and hope that reminds us that death is not to be feared, but embraced
1: with joy. One true home. Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness takes readers on a roller coaster ride through Angel Ariel's five most important lives on earth, as well as her experiences in the afterlife, and helps us remember our own journey across the veil.
2: And Claire Candy's autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk In, which details the 2003 soul exchange that took place when Claire Candy walked out of her body and Angel Ariel walked in, creating heaven on earth for herself and others.
1: To find out more about these wonderful books, visit AngelHealingHouse.com today. Are you tired of being bloated and nauseous? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know eating unhealthy foods eventually leads to an unhealthy digestive system? Did you know eating the most healthy, nutritious food doesn't necessarily result in a healthy body? The stomach must be healthy in order to properly digest, metabolize, and utilize even the best of nutrition. Without proper digestion from the stomach through the intestinal tract, the nutritious value is not absorbed, and the improperly digested food can be more toxic to your body than helpful. You can be doing all the right things and getting all the wrong results. In fact, other organs may also be interfering with your stomach's ability to digest. Contact us today for your appointment at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com.
2: Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For More information visit spiritfireretreatcenter.com. Hi, welcome back. This is Darcy Pariso, and you're listening to Animal Soul Wisdom. Today we're talking about a big topic. Oh, it's about animals crossing over, when is the time to let them go, what happens on the other side, what are some of the things they tell us and um, how are they still helping us? You know, just it's such a big topic. I think that I'm going to be taking this same talk topic, excuse me. And um continuing it on the fourth Thursday of the month where I'm on at 2 Pacific Time and 5 Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. So you can watch that. You can check my Facebook page, Angels and Animals, and you can also check um, the Dr. Pat Show, and it lists all the programs for the week, and you can find out for yourself what we're doing. But it's just so much information, and I don't want to shortchange the subject because I'm getting a lot of calls and you know just requests about... these questions. So to continue on, we're talking about um, animals saying goodbye and how they feel when they leave and talking to the different um, parts of them. You know, sometimes we're talking to the physical part about their pain, emotional issues, and what they want to do here in this earth. And then the soul level, um, what did you come here to do? And you feel that you're done. And if they don't, and their body's not cooperating, they can still help us from the other side. So that's where we kind of left off. And... I want to tell you that, um, you know, people will talk about my dog was hit by a car and I was so shocked and I'll never forget that. And it was such a big thing and it brought up like so many things for that person. And so sometimes animals even create situations where it will bring up feelings of loss and grief. And it was something that maybe that person was holding on to things from the past and it just opened the floodgates. And so they'll do those things and when you talk to the dog, he'll say, I don't remember being hit by a car. And if he survives, he has to deal with the effects, you know, the physical effects of the impact, of course. But often they, um, they just say that they're out of their body. I haven't had a goose. This is the first time I think I personally experienced a predator-prey relationship, is what a lot of animal communicators call this. A goose told me that, he had trained all these, um, you know, all these geese to fly in perfect formation, and what his role was, and he showed the whole story, and then he was done. I'm done. I fulfilled my my journey here. I came to do what I wanted to do, and it's done, and all that. So he was ready to go. So he showed me, um, in answer to the people, there were like four to six people saying, "What happened to our goose? He was just gone one day," and in answer to the question. He showed me just walking off into the woods and saying, okay, I'm ready to go and tell the predators I'm ready. And he said he was out of his body. He didn't feel anything. And he left feeling that he completed his mission here. So when we talk about animals and, you know, sudden deaths, um, they often don't feel it. And I know it might sound a little crazy, but I can validate from personal experience that when I was seven years old, I was hit by a car. I was on a sled i um, going down the bottom of the hill, and I hit a patch of ice and just kind of flew out into the highway. And I clearly remember, as if it were, you know, just yesterday, um, seeing the car coming toward me. I'm on the ground in this rural area in northern Wisconsin. There's cars and trucks, you know, that fly down this highway, never expecting to really see maybe anything other than an occasional car or a delivery truck, maybe a, maybe a logging truck. So they went pretty fast, but I absolutely knew, I absolutely knew that I was going to be hit by that car and there was nothing I could do. And I'd like to say that I don't remember, but I remember the intense fear, you know, I know I'm going to die, I'm going to get hit. Um, But I had that fear and then there was nothing. I have no memory of what happened. And when I would ask my mother about it, she would say, yeah, I always remember the day that couple knocked on the door and they said that they hit you. And I said, well, what happened? And she doesn't remember. So kind of, um, I don't know, <laughs> interesting side note analogy. I guess I have to thank the snowbanks or or some field of snow for saving me. But I can, you know, attest to the animals um, words. And it seems like a lot of the things they tell me about what has happened. Um, I have had some experiences with that, too. So so I do believe them. <laughs> um So I'm going to continue a little bit more, and then I'm going to take our caller. So I know it to be true from this experience. And another thing that I'm asked quite a bit is, what about um, when the animals cross, who greets them? Is it the father, the grandmother, the best friend, another animal? Who's there? And the answer is yes. It's yes to every one of those. Because how I've been shown this and, and seen it personally is that you know, we're all souls. We're all part of source of God. Um, so we all leave a part of ourselves on the other side. And we're there with our soul family. Um, so we take a piece of our soul here to earth, but the majority is on the other side, whether you're human or animal. So when our animals leave us, when they leave the earth, um, they're going home and they're with us. They're with the you know that aspect of themselves and they're with all of us. And so when somebody comes to greet them, um, that happens very often. Somebody will step forward, maybe a grandmother will come forward. In fact, I talked to a woman um, about a week ago and before the reading started, I saw this grandmother in the room, saw her on the dad's side and the description and so forth. And I knew that she was gonna come into the reading. So we were just about done and suddenly grandma pops up and she said, um, tell her that I'm with her cat and tell her this and this. And the woman said, "Oh my gosh, that was a great reading. But the fact that I know that means everything to me. So um, there's there's always somebody there, and it could be, you know, it could be a guide, it could be an angel, someone from your family, an animal. I mean, anyone. So just know that um, when my cat Sammy crossed over, she spent a good week talking about the plans, putting together her party, and it was going to be a big one. She chatted about it forever." <laughs> and then after she crossed she came back the next morning and talked about the colors and everyone was there just everyone and i i get that because i see everyone so it was such a high point for her so just know that that they're never alone and they're always with your soul group your soul family all the loved ones all the people that you're playing this you know this game of life and you're all together so i think before i let me see Um, I'm going to elaborate on that before I take any calls. Um, What I want to tie into that is I had an experience, oh, this past year, maybe a year ago. And um, it was a gal who was completing her training on past life regression. And she was doing life between life regressions. And she needed to complete 20 case studies to be certified. So um, I agreed to, to help her. So what we did is she did the regression. And I saw the past life before this one. And it was not a big surprise that I was a young man who loved animals, and especially horses. And I knew that in that life that I just related to animals more. I was more comfortable with them. And so the women that were on these farms in this rural area taught me how to work with plants, with herbs, and how to grow plants. And I made pastes and salves and you know, just different things. And I learned how to heal animals. And so that's how I you know, supported myself. That was my life's work. I, um, people brought, you know, pigs or dogs or cats or horses or whatever. And often I could just pull things out or heal things with these herbs. So coincidentally, um, I'm an herbalist in this life. (laughs) So a lot of the things that I'm doing, I have done before, and I'm sure that's true for all of you. So I just wanted to tell, you know, the life between life portion was It was between that life before, my past life, and this life, I crossed over, and my main guide, White Owl, he carried me across just as he had brought me in. And I saw myself as this oval-shaped golden light in his arms. And the amount of love that I experienced is really not anything I could put into words. But it was just, um, I don't know, it was just, it was so incredible, I just wanted to stay there. So when I crossed over with him, I reviewed, um, you know, some of my previous lives. I saw people in my soul group and this whole experience, it was so easy. It was just so natural and it was so easy. There was nothing scary or hard and it was just really a gift. It was home. I was back home with my family. And so I get it. I get it when animals tell me when they show their crossing and that there are no words for it, um, the only difficult thing is that when you see that it's you know sometimes hard to be here by comparison but you just have to remember you're here for your life's purpose and um and we're all we're all there all the time and we'll be back so we've got a few more minutes before the break so i'm going to um i'm going to ask the caller to hold on as soon as the break is over i'll take your your call but tying in with this i'll talk about um when animals are euthanized some people have told me that before their animal left, they looked shocked, they looked stunned and that they knew they knew they weren't ready to go and they had so much guilt. And I want to tell you, that's not true. That's not true at all. Um, it might look that way, but what happens is sometimes after the injection is given, the animals get this kind of like burst of energy, and it looks that way. You know, and people have said this to me maybe three times in the past year. Um, but we have to remember that animals choose their passing, they choose their timing. And what they're doing is they're cutting that last cord, or that la- excuse me, that last cord, or that energy strand to the physical body. It doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. It doesn't mean that this was not meant to happen. So what happens? It's like when our spirit starts to leave the body. There's a sort of like um, burst of energy. Like I said, you didn't make a bad decision. You did the right thing. So don't worry about that at all. Um, and then sometimes we start getting messages after they cross over, and they might give us a message right away and then we don't hear from them for a while. And some people call that kind of a transition or adjustment period. So just know that you cannot do anything wrong and animals don't hold us. Um, you know, we do, our intentions are to help them and they're about love and that's how they see and they can, um, leave the body whenever, you know, whenever they want for the most part, they have free will like we do. So we are going to take our next break. This is Animal Soul Wisdom with Darcy Pariso and join us, and we're taking calls, and I'm going to pass off that number one last time, 1-800-930-2819. I'll be back soon. Calling all moms.
1: It's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to vibrant, powerful moms helping everyday women create extraordinary lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit EmpoweringEnergy.com. That's Empowering with letters N-R-G dot
2: Have you ever wondered how you might feel differently if the books were full of her instead of him? What if your history lesson was filled with powerful women leaders and rulers? As a woman, would you feel more empowered? As a man, would you see women differently? I'm Megan Edge. I'd love for you to join me on my radio show, Playing on the Edge, Radical Change with Ease, with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Talk Radio. I hope to see you there.
1: Are you feeling stuck in unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, or low self-esteem? Do you crave a healthy relationship filled with inspiration? You might just be on the verge, on the verge of attracting your soulmate. Tune in each month to The Laura Richer Show, where dating coach Laura Richer share tools for using your dating breakdown for a relationship breakthrough. For more information, visit richerhealinghypnosis.com.
2: Hey, everyone, this is Darcy Pariseau. Welcome back to Animal Soul Wisdom. And we're coming up on the second part of our program, and we're taking calls, and that number is 1-800-930-2819. And, Kelly, thank you for your patience, and I'd like to welcome you to the show. Oh,
0: thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate
2: it. So how can I help you? So
0: I have a little... um, Yorkie who is going to be 16 in June. And she has um, a lot of the things that you talked about earlier in the show. I believe she's got some dementia. She sleeps a lot. Um, she's having a hard time getting around. And I just wanted to see if there was anything that she needs to tell me. I want to make sure she's not in pain. Um, and if there's anything I can do to help her.
2: Um, she tells me she's tired. She just says she's, she's just really tired. Um, and she Mm -hmm. feels like she's, um, like making her bed. And when she uses that, I feel like she's getting ready. Like she's making her bed to, to leave. Um, she's Mm -hmm. waiting for you to, she's showing me turn the dial. She's waiting for you to be ready to turn the dial. Um, and when I look at her walking, I feel like her her energy is like dragging behind her. Um it's just um like things have just slowed down and she's um, you know, I'm here, I'm present for you, I'll be here as long as you need to be, need me to be. But um she feels that like she can leave whenever whenever you're ready to let her go. Um she loves like just like, you know, being with you, like hold you know, you holding her and being there. Um But she is also telling me, um, let me see. I feel that she is like in and out of her body and, and she's sleeping, she's in and out. Do you, um, like walk by her and she doesn't, she doesn't budge or wake up or she feels, she she feels heavy to me. Like you, like when you walk by, you can see that, you can tell that she's either like in a really deep sleep or she's just not here. And that's what she's doing. She says she's preparing, um, there's another dog on the other side that she is, um, um, engaging. She's showing me engaging. Like she's, um, like working with or playing with engaging with, and she, that's how she's spending her time because when she's out of her body, she's light and joyful. And so she's, um, playful. And then she comes back and she's here and she kind of holds the space until you're ready to say goodbye to her.
1: Yeah. So,
0: you know, I've, I've held her and talked to her and told her, um, that she can go when she's ready, and to be honest, I I pray that when I come down in the morning
3: that she that she's crossed.
0: Um, and she just she hasn't, and she's she's gotten to where she falls over, she can't stay on her feet, and so she falls over and she'll lay there and bark and cry until you know either I wake up or my husband wakes up and we come down and set her back upright. Um, She's having a, a lot of accidents in the house at night, especially obviously, because she has a hard time getting outside. She has her own door, so she can go in and out of her door. But um, so when so when I when she gets up for the first time of the day, we carry her outside so she can you know do her business and then carry her back in.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um...
0: I I felt like she was there was something that she hadn't finished yet.
2: That was preventing her from crossing um let me ask her you know she was she was feeling like when you're ready and i felt like there was a part of you that um like a push pull kind of a thing like you know it's time you know that she's ready to move on but um like you're hoping that she'll make the decision but i don't think that physically she can i mean by the time she does i think that your memories are going to be very sad that that you had to see her Mm -hmm. at this place because when she's here, she's one way. And when she's um, on the other side, sleeping and out of her body, which she has a lot of the time, she's happy and she's joyful. And, you know, she's ready to, her body feels just like a weight. She's really, really ready to leave it. So let me ask her. So, um, so her name is Callie. Yeah. Okay. Um, Callie, is there something that you need Kelly to do. Um, I, I heard right away, cut the cord. She needs to cut the cord. Um, so Kelly, can you leave on your own? And she is feeling like it's, um, like there's a, there's, it's hard for her. Like there's a, um, like she's showing me almost like a, a rope or a rope with all the twines and there's something that is not being let go and it needs to be cut final, you know, like a final cut. Um, I'm asking her, Um, if there's something that she has to say to you, if there's a final message or there's, um, or what she would like, um, I, I feel like, um, like embarrassment, almost like she's feels embarrassed that you're seeing her this way. And there's, um, she feels like she should be able to do better. Um, like for you, she, I don't know. There's like this embarrassment around it. Um, so Kelly, let that go. You, you're older. It happens. Kelly would like you to, to go home and be free and be with your friends and play and be happy. And you can still come back and visit her as you know. Um, but you're not here very often. You're, you know, probably out of your body more than you are. And it feels like a, like a 60, 40 anyway, and sometimes more, sometimes a lot more. Um, as far as feeling like she has something to say to you or, or feeling like she's held back. Um, she knows you're saying let go, but she needs your help to do it. Um, she feels like she has some sort of a, like a, a like an anchor or like a, a lock that needs to be um, unlocked and you need to do that for her. Um, emotionally, is there anything? Um, have you had to do this with the dog before? I feel there's something tied to your heart about losing an animal before. Have you been through this before? um you know not in this way but a loss
3: yeah
0: years ago well we've had we've lost quite a few dogs animals actually um and we've we had to one our last little yorkie got hit by a car um and then we had a dog that we had to put down because she was old and had congestive heart failure and that was a tough decision to make and it was like the day came, and we decided today's the day, and so we just we did it. Um,
3: but so yeah, it's hard when you have to let an animal go.
2: Kelly, you know what I saw for you when you were talking? Um, I saw you writing a letter, um, and I saw you writing, and I don't know if I should call it a letter, more like a like a journal. I saw you writing about um, about you know what, Kelly you know, means to you and the life you shared together. And it's a, it's a goodbye, it's a goodbye letter. And it's very healing for both of you. And it also will bring up some of these, you know, the other animals you had to say goodbye to, and it's like a clearing and a cleansing and it's a release. And it feels like when that is released, just by writing it, the the process of letting it all come out, you know, letting the tears fall and letting that happen, then she can go. It it feels like she, she wants that release. She wants to bring that up for you.
3: Okay, perfect. And,
2: and it feels that. like you could hang up the phone and do it now or you could, you know, give her a little, you know, goodbye party, a celebration of her life for being such an awesome, awesome dog um, and do it, you know, another day, you know, whatever is best for mm-hmm. you. But her body is, is heavy and it almost feels like it's um, like dragging an anchor. And that's why it's so refreshing yeah. for her to be on the other side. Yeah. And she says, she says, you know, she says, and when you come back, she's saying, mom, she says, and when I come back, mom, you're going to feel me, you're going to see me in the house. And then you're going to feel like, oh, <laughs> she's got this happy, you know, positive energy. And you're going to feel um, really happy that you, that you did this. Yeah. Yeah, she's saying she's good. She's giving me some words to a song, but there's something like I'm waiting on you. Hmm. I don't know what that okay. song would be, but it's it's something about like I'm I, you know it's kind of a upbeat almost kind of happy song, but it's I'm waiting on you.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, okay. so I would do that. I would write as you know as soon as um I saw that you know write write and release a celebration okay. of all the beautiful years you had together.
3: Good.
2: If you need to talk after that, um, you know you can call me too for complimentary reading. I'll do a half an hour reading. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time.
2: You're welcome. And then it'll be, it'll be fun to see what she says then when she's crossed over and, and what she's doing and who she's with and all those things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, I'm very, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry for your loss.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's heart. She's, you know, they've become members of our family.
2: Well, yeah, well, and she's such a like sweetheart. I mean, her heart is like about ten times or a hundred times the size of her body.
3: Yeah. Yep. She's a fearless little dog.
2: <laughs> yeah, and she loves you fiercely too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for calling today, and I. Um, I wish you the very, very best and know that you're doing the right thing.
3: Yes, thank you, Darcy.
2: Yeah, you're very welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So it's up to you, Darcy. We have one more caller standing by, or would you like to run off to a break? Um, Let's go ahead and talk to Kathy. Let's do it. Kathy, you're live on the air with us.
0: Oh, hey, good morning. Or I guess it's still morning. And
2: hi, Darcy. Hi, Kathy. Welcome. Welcome.
0: Yeah. Hi. We talked uh, well, several years ago uh, when Charlie was missing, and uh, he, for the second time, I guess he, he went missing for like a month, and everybody thought he was a goner. And then he uh, came back. And then I talked to you, and and you told me how um, he was, uh, you know, that the angels, because that's what I kept envisioning him to uh, just. That uh, the angels would bring him back, and they did, you know. So um, then uh, we talked right after that, and he told me that, that he, like, his sole contract was to help me and to take care of me. And I just loved that story, you know. And so, anyway, that's me. I don't know if you remember that, but that was a few years ago. <laughs>
2: You know, as you talk about it, I remember when you said the sole contract about taking care of you, I really remember that, but you have to remind me who, um, Charlie, his his description and his age. Oh, he's crossed over.
0: uh, No, no, no. No. See, everybody thought he did, you know, because it was over a month that he was missing. And then even even, um, some special people said, yep, no, he's not on the earth anymore, and he came back the very next day. And uh that was amazing, you know, because I just was not no, I said, No, no, nope, I'm not going for it and I just kept seeing the angels bring him home, you know, just carrying him under his arms, you know. And uh under his you know, his just uh, uh yeah. And so anyway, uh and then, and then here he walks in all skinny like you're just gracious where him you know, obviously he wasn't with anybody, you know, he was totally who knows how far you had to come, but anyway, what I'm calling about today is um, Yogi, my dog. And um, I've been wanting to call you and talk to you and get a special session with you. And um, I just found your card the other day, but then I turn on the radio and here you are. So I'm calling now,
2: and- <laughs> meant to be
0: <laughs> yes, for starters. And uh, anyway, Yogi is 15 and he's like um, a Pomeranian, just years just a very special, unique sweet dog, you know. And um, But he's 15, you know, but people can't tell because he's just full of energy and full of life and everything. But anyway, he is starting to, um, like, I'll be in a in a place, uh, you know, that it's not appropriate to just, you know, know <laughs> in the middle of a room. And uh, he's done this a couple times. And I know that if he, when he's indoors and if he manages to you know leave a pile of poop that, that that means um well i call it an a-hole you know i don't want to say that on the radio but um that there's a what a pe- person that's not very good there because that's been his and i could tell you more about that but i won't but anyway so that's been his calling card or his you know to tell me mama there's a you know there's, there's been a bad person in this area you know and i'm like oh goodness okay great But anyway, so now he's starting to leave a little puddle and it's not backed up to anything, it's like in the middle of the room. So I'm like, Well what's this message? You know? So that's what I was wanting to I know that sounds really odd, but (laughs) you know, we're weird. So
2: anyway, that's what I'm So he's pooping when he's giving you a message that there's something wrong here and as far as when he's urinating in the house, you don't you don't it's random, you're not seeing it like it's you don't feel that um, he has a UTI, urinary or tract infection. You don't feel no. it's anything physical. No. You feel he's giving you another sign. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I heard it's, as it's just in a odd I asked. Mm-hmm. I asked a question, and I <laughs> what often happens. I ask the question. I get the answer. So if we weren't on the radio, I'd say he's you know kind of peed off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. That's what I'm thinking.
2: Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this has been going on for just a short period of time, then.
0: Yeah, just within the last month or two, you know, it's like, I mean, because somebody actually saw where I was, you know, they came over and told me, oh, you, know, you just beat in the middle of the room right there. And I'm like, oh, goodness gracious, I wonder what that means. <laughs> so, you know, I know, it, I, mean, I know it wasn't because he had to go because he was just outside. You know, it was because, you know, Mama, I, I want to send
2: you a message. <laughs> so... You know, um, Kathy, I'm feeling like it's a little bit of both. I'm feeling like sometimes it is um uh, like not recognizing that he has to go. I feel like sometimes there's some of that. So I would keep an eye on it because I, I don't know that it's always that he's angry. I feel like um sometimes it's sometimes it's purposeful because I see his energy and I almost see the look on his face like, take that. And other times it feels like um like maybe Oops, he's I have to go? Yeah, yeah, and but other times it feels like he um, almost feels like he's um, gonna leak a little bit, like his bladder is full, like he's gonna leak a little bit, and so and he might be angry and then let go, but it feels like there's a little bit of that too. So I keep an eye on that as far as the physical part of it, but as far as why he's um why he's peeing and not just in your house, but in elsewhere too, right?
0: Yeah, it's not, in, yeah, right, exactly. You know, so it's like oh dear, you know, I can't wear a diaper. You know, and so, yeah, I have to keep an eye on him and, and stuff. So,
2: all right. Well, I feel like um, some of the time that he, he doesn't like the situation, but he doesn't like where he is and he doesn't want to be there. I feel like he's almost uh-huh. saying to you, like, I don't want to be here and let's go. Right. And I feel like he wanted right. to stay home, that he wanted to sleep or do something else. But right. sometimes he doesn't like to be in the car or doesn't like to be um, where you're going. He feels like right. he's being dragged around and I don't like this. And it's almost like a little bit like an old man revolting. Right, right. So exactly. he likes to do some things with you, but some things he clearly doesn't. And I think that you you know what they are because they kind of make sense. Like he does, he never does this on these situations, but um, on these particular things he does. Right, exactly, good. It's All like right. my my dog he- will give me a hard time sometimes in the car because she doesn't want to go with me. But um, if I'm going to certain places, then she's fine. If I, if it's a dog store, she's great. But other times she can just kind of, uh, you know, and it's that kind of a thing.
0: Right, right. And I know exactly, you know, which events he, he, he likes to go to and which ones he definitely doesn't because, you know, another dog left him a message that said, don't ever come back here. And so ever since then, he's been terrified of going there. But then, yeah. then we noticed yeah. that he's just going around, you know, taking shards off of people, so that was good. He was trying to absorb people's energy, and so that was interesting that he, you know, was, like, wanting to do work, you know? He just goes around and around and around and looks at people and just kind of goes, oh, this person needs help. And so he just stands there and and absorbs, kind of tries to absorb their negative shards or whatever. Somebody else told me this. This is why I know this, or this is why I'm talking about that.
2: So I see. A, okay. Yeah, I, I was um, trying to follow you there, but I, I see that when you say he um, he absorbs energy, but then is he able to push that down into the earth and get rid of it? I feel like he's pretty good at that. Yeah, it feels like he's able to kind of um, shoot it down. I, I see that. But right. he, well, he um, is, to, he's he kind of taking on of a lot, though. Their,
0: yeah, I know. And then, But then he would go to one of the other energy workers, and then he would take it off of the off of him but now he's not there anymore so i'm like uh oh no way <laughs>
2: so, so now no way. if i understand you um yogi is taking people's energy from another energy worker uh
0: let's see so he goes to that other energy worker and then the energy worker helps yogi
2: to get rid of it okay yeah. okay
0: yeah to get rid of yeah. it yeah yeah
2: because, um, you know, he's, he says he's multi-talented and I, I give him that he is, but I feel like it's harder for him, um, that he needs to wow. slow it down. And if you could give him some boundaries and say, okay, look, we won't go to those places as much. I know that you don't like being there. Um, there are times where maybe we have to, but we'll keep it very brief. Um, and as far as the energy worker, you know, tell him that to only take on what he can, because he can only let so much energy pass through him and be comfortable. And if he takes too much, um, he's I don't he just feels like he's like like heavy on one side, like he's not able to to get rid of it as quickly as he used to. And so he just needs to tone things down or call in his helpers to come and help him to do that. But I think he's um, slowing down and he needs to slow the work down.
0: Yeah, and he just started this in the last couple months, and it's, it's only two times a, a month that he does it, but, you know, I mean, before, he would not even go in this place. Oh, my God. He was like, no, uh-uh, I'm, not, I'm not going in there. So, he can sit in the car, so he can just do it, like, half the day, you know, be in there with us for half the day, you know, Okay. Like see him. But now there's one more issue, just real quick, is last night, uh, my, my uh, grandson's dog, his big yellow lab... Uh, dog attacked him, and uh, so he, he seemed to be okay. I, I brought him home, took him a bath and everything. I mean, there was no blood. There was no, but he said other dog totally had him down and was going for his throat, and uh, luckily I was able to get the other dog off of him. And uh, it was so awful for the so Yogi. Know, he was just uh, terrified, and I mean, he whimpered and cried and whatnot, but I don't think he was hurt.
2: Yeah, well, you know, Kathy, um, we only have a few minutes, so I can't really look at this too much. But what I can tell you is that it like, um, like it hit his energy and his energy feels off. It's almost like if you were hit by something, and you just feel odd and feel off for a while. So if your friend um, does energy work, or you have somebody that does, I would definitely um, ask if you could bring him back into balance. In the meantime, you could do some simple things. Um, Even online, you can look at how to balance chakras For animals like chakra balancing for animals and you can bring his energy down to the core of the earth just in your mind's eyes through his feet see the earth the energy coming down from the heavens down through his feet to the earth and just see him ground 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 and then bring that healing energy up through his core of his body um, through all his energy bodies just circle around him and just help him to be grounded and feel um, safe again and tell him to let this go to release it. But if you could have somebody do Reiki or some kind of energy work on him, it would really help too and bring him back to that, you know, center point. But and if you want to call for an appointment sometime, you know, please do. But I'm gonna to have to um, probably say goodbye for now. But I'd love to help you if if that works for you.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll have one of the energy workers at the Northwest Psychic grid this Saturday work on
2: it. So Okay. Yeah, that sounds great yeah, so thank you for calling. and and I'm I know that he's gonna be okay once you get him back into balance. It's just like his his energy got, you know, instead of being around him evenly, it's kind of like whack as a loft to the side. But just those couple of things I told you will be helpful too.
0: Thank you so much, Darcy. Take care.
2: Yeah, thank you for calling. Bye-bye. So Benny, do we have time for our last caller? We do. Let's take Patrice very quickly. She's calling in from Seattle. Hi, Patrice. Welcome to the show. Hi, Hot Thank trees.
3: you for taking my call. I'll be quick because sure. I know I don't have much time. We have a small, well, it's a mini dachshund mixed, and she's 16 years old. Her name is Jasmine. And at night, she gets so restless. She barks to go here and barks to go there. And it's only at night, and she paces. And I just don't know what. She's on uh, some pain pills for her hips. Um, we do that twice a day and she gets good food and all that kind of thing, but she's just restless. She paces and I don't know why.
2: Um, it's, it's somewhat physical of what's going on physically, you know, things you mentioned, but it's also because you have, um, other animals coming in the house and visiting and you have other visitors and she's just annoyed. She's just annoyed.
3: We don't have, Um, we have another, another dog, a small dog. Um, she's a chihuahua,
2: um,
3: and they've been together for 11 years.
2: Yeah, and this yeah. dog is in, is with you here, right, presently yeah, in your yeah. home? Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I don't feel it's tied to that dog at all. She likes this dog. This is, um, you have, um, you know, somebody visiting you in your home, um, like, you know, comes in. And, and it's not that they haven't been there before, but now she's just like, I don't have time for this. I'm just annoyed. You know, when you're, um, it's okay to have guests when they're invited, but we're not feeling well and they come yeah. in uninvited. Um, it's upsetting. And that's what I see for her.
3: Hmm, that's too bad, so, I do help her.
2: Yeah, do you know how to um, clear your house? No. Okay, um, we just have a few minutes, but you can do anything with, we're very powerful, so with your intention, you can do anything from lighting candles. With my intention, I clear this house, you light the candle, please remove anything that doesn't belong here, that's not in the best and highest good do it now ask the angels to come in to clear um if you know anybody that knows how to clear houses but it really can be done with your intention um you can put a bubble of light around your house and ask the angels to come in to remove anything that's again not in the best and highest good and to also to clear her you know to um you know ask her to to any remove anything if you'd like to contact me for a half an hour reading you can do that my number is um well it's Go to, we've got one minute, it's darcypariso.com, D-A-R-C-Y-P-A-R-I-S-O. And you can um, just contact me there. Or my email is dpariso, D-P-A-R-I-S-O at live.com. And just tell me that you called on the air and we can um, just do a quick clearing work and maybe do a little bit of Reiki. Because it, it really is um, not in her, it's around her, if that helps. Okay. Is that yeah. any
3: kind of candle light, or does that be a special candle?
2: Um um oh we got to go i'm sorry white candles if you can um thank you for calling this is darcy pariso of animal soul wisdom and thank you for joining me today i'd like to remind you that i'll be on monday on transformation talk radio monday the 22nd at 3 p.m pacific 6 eastern i'm joining peggy wilms a coach couch and coffee on transformation talk radio and then you can catch me again on the same station on thursday um the fourth thursday of the month at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 Eastern. Thank you again for joining me on Animal Soul Wisdom.
1: Thank you for listening to Animal Soul Wisdom Radio, tapping into the wisdom of our animals, angels, and masters with Darcy Pariso. Tune in monthly as Darcy shares stories and insights on how to better understand and deepen our relationships with animals. Working with light and ancient techniques, Darcy is here to guide you through the process and provide inspiration to move forward. For more information or to listen to this show, visit DarcyPariso.com.
2: The preceding audio was via a Skype
0: call.